This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You're commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. And big story today, of course, everybody, about those Americans. It sadly turns up that two of them were killed by the Mexican cartels. Two others injured on the other side, right over the border with the United States. Do we know anything yet? I I understand my friend, uh, a doctor, and I won't mention names, went to Monterey, and this is is one town away from Monterey. Wow. Yeah, this is Matamoros, John. That's right over the border. And a lot of Americans go for, like, medical treatment, prescription drugs. Yes. Really stem scary cells. stuff. Yes, yeah, stem cells. Absolutely. Scary stuff. And joining us now here on the show to talk about all of this is Michael Cutler. He is a retired senior special agent of the Immigration and Naturalization Service. Um, agent Cutler, uh, first of all, your reaction. This is everybody is freaked out because, as John was just saying, so many Americans go over into Mexico. It's right over the border, this case. Yeah, I, I've actually been in, in Matamoros many times. By the way, reader, I have regards for you from General Paul Valley, retired two-star Army general. He oh. said that I should say hello. Oh, so, hello. please give him my lover, the, the great, great General Paul Valley and his wife Muffin. Awesome people. Thank yes. you. Yeah, so I, I, I want to just get that out of the way because I promised him I would. Uh, you know, I went to Border Patrol Academy when I hired home with the old INS in 1971. I hate to admit how long ago that was. Everyone went through the Border Patrol Academy in Los Fresnos, Texas, next to Brownsville. And on weekends, we all went to Matamoros. I bought a couple of chess sets there. It was an interesting place to visit. But Mexico has been turned upside down by the drug trade. You know, most of the drugs used to flow into the United States through Miami. Think about the TV series, Miami Vice. When President Reagan assigned uh, Vice President uh, George Herbert Walker Bush to deal with the drug trade, unlike Kamala Harris, who has done nothing, uh, Vice President Bush got the Coast Guard and Navy to interdict lots of the speedboats with the drugs. And so the cartels decided to move the center of their drug activity to Mexico. They gave up half the profit to the Mexicans, but it also created a layer of insulation against prosecutors in the United States seeking to prosecute members of the cartel. And as drug use in America has skyrocketed, what we've seen is more money flowing into the coffers of the cartels. Uh, By the way, you should know that for half of my 30-year career with the INS, I was the first INS uh, representative to the Unified Intelligence Division of the DEA in New York, the Drug Enforcement Administration. And when I became a senior special agent, I was assigned to the Organized Crime Drug Enforcement Task Force. So for nearly half my career, I was dealing with these issues on a daily basis not on the Mexican border, but here in New York City. Stop and think about that. In point of fact, it was in New York, in Brooklyn, not far from Chuck Schumer's house, where El Chapo Guzman was prosecuted for turning New York City into his hub for drug distribution for the entire East Coast. Now, why in the world do you think the cartels would use New York as a hub 
when we have the biggest, most sophisticated, best trained and best equipped police department, I would argue that a big part of it is because of the sanctuary policies of New York City. Um, and, and, and when we are told now, well, the cartels are moving into the rest of the country, they have been here for decades. You know, I, I write for Front Page magazine. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Back on November 20th, 2017, more than five years ago, I wrote an article, and the title was New York City Hub for the Deadly Drug Trade. So here is a quick paragraph. I just want you to hear this, because please understand that what happened in Mexico is happening in New York. You may not see the violence carried out where it's on TV and broadcast, but when you look at all the violent crimes, I'm willing to bet that half of all violent crime, at least half, has a nexus to drugs, uh, addicts, drug trade, the gangs, and so forth. Back in 2017, um, the DEA and other law enforcement agencies, including New York City Police Department, conducted a field operation that resulted in the arrest of two Mexican citizens. Rogelio Alvarado Robles and Blanca Flores Solis, middle-aged husband and wife, and they were arrested with 213 pounds of narcotics in their apartment. Wow. Guess where? Kew Gardens, Queens. Wow. You know, Craig special, Eaton? special agent, this is Craig Eaton. I'm an attorney here in New York City. And Hi, you know Craig. what? It, it's, it's part and parcel of bail reform, discovery reform, criminal justice yes. reform. Which, which gives all the rights to the criminals, no rights to the judges, the police, or the prosecutors. And in fact, the judges, police, and prosecutors have the handcuffs, and the criminals are roaming the streets selling fentanyl and opioids and murdering people every day. Something yes, needs to change. New York, yep. And you have these politicians who are turning the criminals into the victims in the mindset that, yep. that I don't even know what has happened to their brains. Maybe they're on drugs also. By the way, something to think about. When you hear about some lunatic in a car going 80 miles an hour through a school zone and plows into a school bus and kills children and cripples the teacher and so on and so forth, the first thing you hear is that the guy had a blood alcohol level of whatever. And you never hear of anyone calling for car control, right? I'd like to know how many people involved in mass shootings when they pulled the trigger were operating that firearm under the influence of narcotics. How's that for an interesting thought? Yeah, so we're not just losing the hundred thousand or so. And these aren't overdoses. They're being poisoned because very often the fentanyl, as we know, is disguised as something else. By the way, so uh, Michael, you know, Michael, I want to bring up too. this was stunning um, in San Francisco. There's a county supervisor who basically is telling San Franciscans this week that the U.S. shouldn't deport illegal immigrant drug dealers for selling fentanyl because it goes against the sanctuary city policy. I mean, is that not <laughs> unbelievable? It's ridiculous. Well, so, so here's my point. And by the way, these aren't left-right issues, you would think. You know, I'm a lifelong registered Democrat. I can't tell you the last time I voted for a Democrat because they're not Democrats, and we shouldn't be calling them liberal. I was raised to believe that a liberal celebrates the First Amendment. My parents died when I was in college, but I still stand on their shoulders decades later. And they said to me that everyone may have different beliefs 
Everyone is entitled to have their beliefs heard and respected. We don't have to agree, but we need to show each other respect. Okay? That's how I was raised in Brooklyn. When you talk about cancel culture and lunacy, where no one seems to care about the death count in America, we spend a ton of money to make certain that when we go to war, our munitions kill the minimum number of what they call collateral victims, right? How many people are dying in America, and it would appear that these politicians don't care about the collateral damage when it's America? 100,000, 107,000 in the last 12 months. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and thank you. Yeah, thank you thank so you much. Thank you for coming on and keep, keep talking about the truth. And we'll, we'll talk to you again quick, real quick soon. Quick statement. Interior enforcement of the immigration laws is essential to go after these gangs and cartels in, in our cities across the country. Absolutely. And I give agree. Paul Valley my best. Thank you. Thank you.